And welcome back, boys and girls, to the Back Porch Podcast. It is nice to see all of you again. Uh, Today, we have the full crew together. I'm Zach. I'm Tim. Literally anybody else. (laughs) I'm Breach. And luckily today, we've gotten all our technical issues figured out. As long as everybody can get the intro down pat. We've got one more guest today. I'm Austin. There he is. He's back, folks. The infamous. The silent. (laughs) The quiet. (laughs) Good to have you back, buddy. I'm glad we figured out the technological difficulties. I don't think it was... I think it's my computer, man. I think I just need to get a better computer. It very well could be. But regardless, he's here. We're all here together, holding hands. And um, we're headed down a path. It could be a light or a dark path. That's what we're going to figure out today, talking about everybody's favorite Star Wars movies. Yeah. All right, who wants to go first, then? This is a controversial topic. It is. It's a very hot Hot. All right. Sexy. Pop. I think number nine is my Zach. Because that meant it was over. Hot, 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 hot. Jake. I was going to. Oh, you. I'm just. Playing. You just saved your ass. Because if you liked nine, I was I was going to air quotes, give you more technical difficulty. But <laughs> with that statement, you've redeemed yourself. Because it was over. Damn. That's rough. So you're you're not a Star Wars fan. No, I I actually adore the Star Wars movies very much. So my heart will always live with four, five, and six. Couldn't tell you which one out of those is my favorite, but they're just the classic, you know. They're they're great. They were before one, two, and three, and seven, eight, and nine came out, you know, they were just the ones, man. They were untainted with the new trilogies and I understand that. I get that. There, there were some good things about the the new trilogies and how one, two and three, you know, created the, or put the backstory, I guess, to four, five and six, and then seven, eight, nine were continued, but I don't know. I feel as though we can all agree that seven, eight and nine were not nearly as good as the rest. Well, No, not at all, because I mean they were they were Disney. You know, I don't I don't necessarily think that seven, eight, and nine were bad. I think that you have to look at what they were, and they were Disney. You know what I mean? And so, if they're Disney, they were they were they were Disney movies. But um, if we were, you know, you just I don't think you can compare them. I mean, I guess I don't disagree because Disney, Disney's going to do what Disney does. But my biggest thing is not having any plan. They had one, it blew up in their face, they panicked, and then they tried to recorrect and get back on track. But that's a small sin. I think another one of the sins that they have are you have to read the comics and you have to play the video games. You have to have outside media to enjoy them as well. Otherwise, you don't know what the hell's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything. So that's why I personally will always despise seven, eight, and nine. They're cool, but the fact that Disney wants to pump it for all the money it's worth, oh, well, if you want to know the reason, then you got to play the video game or read the comics. And even those are still a shit show. Yeah. Tim, you're, Tim, uh, you're making a lot of noise there, buddy. Tim got his microphone tangled in his mullet. So please 
Bear with well, him. And then <laughs> you can Sorry. mute your mic while you do that. Okay. And then the other you thing we have that are, are the the in between movies, uh, Rogue One and what's that one? I don't even remember. I didn't even see it. If I'm being honest, <laughs> Rogue One, Han Solo. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the I only two right now. And there's they're making more, I believe. I'm gonna be in honest. 2021. I, 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 I never actually watched Rogue One all the way through, but. I heard really good things about it too. I think that Rogue One was better than the last three movies in my Absolutely. opinion. Uh, granted, you knew how it was going to end because you know the uh, the story from the original trilogy, right? But the character development was really good, even though it was only one movie. The storyline they they held they held the correct storyline all the way through. They didn't try to retcon anything and the new characters were just likable. They were. It It just, yes, you knew everything that was going to happen, but this was a very isolated event that they could do, and it wasn't going to change anything. It wasn't going to manipulate the past or have some big reveal, because even Han Solo did that nonsense about whatever that robot's name was actually being a sentient being that was installed into the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. So with those, it's kind of like a wartime movie, even like Saving Private Ryan. Like, you know how it's going to end. But you want that story. You want to see them go through that and seeing the the heroism of having to get through that and get together and not only fight the Empire, but also rebel from your own people to get the job done. Mm-hmm. So it it was a very good Star Wars. Since Disney's taken over as far as movies, that one's my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my issue with the last trilogy my main issue is that they switched directors for every movie. Oh yeah. So you can't, you can't follow the, the, the one story that you set in place in the beginning, if you switch directors, because they're going to have a different vision for where they want to go with it. And like, if, if they weren't necessarily happy with the first movie and where it was going, they probably should have still stuck with it because then that director would have time to develop the story more. Instead, they took a completely different direction in the second one. And then the third one, they tried to pull it back into the first storyline. It it was two completely different storylines that they were trying to go down. Yes, because Disney, bless their heart, they try to make everybody happy. And the director for the first one did not help the situation by pretty much shit talking all the fans who didn't like his movies. So then Disney panicked, got a different director on it. And then whenever that backlash, because the story was no longer coherent, then they freaked the fuck out and tried to stick with him again and answer some of the questions from the first one. And he didn't know the answer. He didn't know what to do. So it just, it fell apart. If you don't have a plan, yeah, it's going to end ugly. They're going to be open, open like storylines that are never closed. Nothing's ever explained. It's just, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Well, and, and you lose a lot of satisfaction whenever the stories aren't tied up. Like and the that. thing that's been said about uh, seven time and time again is that it was safe, right? It was it was a New Hope version two, you know, kind of redesigned, remastered, if you will, and that's all it was. Is just they were playing it safe because it c- contained all the same elements that we had seen in the other two trilogies. It had a a big, massive 
star station, you know, looking type thing and was out to destroy some sort of rebellion force. And, you know, that's what it was. And we've seen that we'd seen that in the prior two trilogies. And so it's the combination of that. And then the fact that like them trying to scramble and bring it back and reel it back in and kind of wrap up all the loose ends was like, you had to introduce a bunch of new things that were like, what the fuck? When, when were people ever able to do these sorts of things like light year skip or light, you know, skip or whatever the fuck it was. And all these kinds of things is like, you're just you're just adding more convolution to the you're breaking your own rules and once you start breaking your own rules you you've royally fucked up especially for the people who've been following for years who know all this stuff and everything people are going to start picking your movie apart and whenever you don't have an answer they're going to be upset yep i mean having toxic fans sucks and i'm sure i've seen some toxic star wars fans but once they're pissed they're pissed mm-hmm. and the fight is on do you think the fact that like social media like just the way that people are able to kind of collaborate more on things is like put these movies more at a disadvantage because if we had like the way that we were able to collaborate on things you know back when four five and six came out do you think that those would have been at a disadvantage to people talking about it and kind of you know having their own say so on things i'm gonna say no to that because four, five, and six were standalone mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. They were they were their own backstory. They had no comics to go off of. They had no TV series to go off of. It was just them. Yeah. So there was nothing really to pick apart other than acting, which I could I could see people tearing apart Mark Hamill. But that's my personal opinion. Yeah, no, they were there wasn't decades and decades and book upon book of stuff for them to go off of. So you couldn't you couldn't argue what the rules were. You were still learning the rules. Yeah. So and then let's see. The acting's bad, yes, but the directing can also be at fault for the actors not knowing what to do. I can see that, but I think that George Lucas at the time had a he had a plan. He he knew what he wanted to do. And he did it and he did it well. That's why, that's why star Wars is popular today because he did it so well back then. Hmm. Fair. That is very fair. I mean, so I, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I like one, two, and three, regardless of what hate I get. I don't care. They are three. Okay. Okay. Three is my favorite. And I always catch a lot of shit for it, but it, it kind of died down after seven, eight, and nine came out, and everybody was like, "All right, maybe they're not so bad." But <laughs> <laughs> so I liked it just because I've always been a backstory kind of guy. Yes, the politics are very boring in the first one, but there's a lot of endearing characters. At least they were for me. Mm-hmm. Going back and watching it again, what character development do you really get from Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan? Not really a relationship there. No. So well, I, I, there's a little, but. He, they only had like a half a movie to develop it. Right. And then Qui-Gon's so. dead. Yeah. Right. Qui-Gon died? So, <laughs> I mean, I liked him. <laughs> Shit. Don't spoil So, me. I enjoy him. I always have. And seeing Anakin 
do his thing. And it makes sense. But I think the lines that were written for him made the character bad. Do you if think somebody, so? I do. I think so. I think that man is a good actor. He's he's pretty decent. I've seen other movies. I think the lines just did not help. What lines? Like what 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 specifically do you mean like I have the high ground or that I have the shit? high ground, I hate sand, or the really weird like flirting shit on Naboo and um, it's like yeah. the I'm case sure that gets argued a lot is that George Lucas isn't a human being and he doesn't know how to develop a relationship. I mean, uh, he's a nerd. Yeah, so I guess. But I mean, Tim, what are your favorite? You've been real quiet. Well, I mean, you guys have been making good points, so I got nothing to add. But I have to. Oh. But oh. one thing I do have to say. But I, I'm with I'm with uh, Austin. Four, five, six are my favorite three, um, and it's hard to pick out a favorite one out of those. Um, and I'll be honest with you, it's been so long since I've seen them. They all kind of run together now. But uh, I got to say, yeah. if I had to choose an absolute favorite, probably five. Probably five. Yeah, that's uh, that's a general consensus from the Star Wars community, actually. Um, five, I, I believe, is the most popular. Yeah. Which one's five? Um, tell me the story. Because like Tim said, they all run together. I couldn't tell you. I believe five is Hoth, correct? I think I so. Yeah. 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 Okay, so this is where Luke almost dies in the snow. Yeah, yes. you have. Yep. Gotcha. And then you have the um, the ATATs getting taken down by the little flyer boys. Yeah. So, Cinema Luke, I hate him. He's a fucking bitch. He's whiny. He is just as whiny as Anakin was all, in episode all two. The, I've always hated all Luke of the Skywalkers in the movies. Are whiny. Anakin, Luke, fucking yes. Kylo Ren, all whiny bitches. Just not. They all are, but I think Luke is the biggest sin because they they have done him dirty this whole time. He in the books and the extended universe and all that, he's fucking wise and powerful. He's he's everything that the best Jedi should be, but in the movies you don't see that and you never get a chance to see that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I think that's why people that like solely watch the movies love Obi-Wan. They love Qui-Gon. They love Yoda and those guys. Granted, Yoda is just a fucking lovable character no matter what you pull off of. Yeah. But I mean, puppet, mechanical, CGI, baby Yoda, every Yoda. Fucking lovable. Yeah. 100%. But, um, that that just goes to like that's that's why people love those characters from the movies because the skywalkers are a bunch of little bitches so but that's what's going to come with it whenever you try to have a a a space drama like george lucas wanted you've got to have the people who are dramatic and who act way over the top so i mean i get it but it didn't have to be that bad i just I disagree with everybody's criticism criticisms, man. I love the space drama. I love the fact that George Lucas went for that. I, I, I agree that some of the acting wasn't the best, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. Like the prequels are my favorite hands down. Wow. You're one of the select few. I know that enjoyed the prequels. Whoa, my favorite star Wars movie. 
Go ahead. You you do have to have the drama because if you had everyone level headed like you had Qui Gon and you had Obi Wan and you had Yoda, if you had them all level headed and just you know logically thought about most things, sure they you know threw a little emotion into their characters um, here and there, but like you you had to have that other side of the the coin if it were. Um, you know, to kind of balance it out. Because if everyone was level-headed, you're just like, this shit is boring, you know? Mm-hmm. That's fair. You got to have somebody stirring the pot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that that adds to the story in in the sense that, like, so the Skywalker family is supposed to be, like, the strongest with the Force, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of a well-known fact. But with that, they ride the line between the light and the dark, because they they give into their emotions like that, but they're still very wise. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like they they kind of draw from both sides, as opposed to just being calm and level headed with the light side, or just being like emotionally driven, like anger, this, that, and the other from the dark side. I I would contend that I would contend that their oh, their only wisdom does come from the fact that they're just uh well they i don't think they're wise in the way that they have experiences things that i i think they're only wise in the fact that you know they are so force powerful like the whole family and um that wasn't that was just kind of thrust upon them you know what i mean it's just not something that they had acquired or anything because ray didn't know that she was powerful for a while mm-hmm. and i i'm yeah. not she she's not a true Skywalker, but still, you know, like she oh, she is. <laughs> well, she is, but that could be argued because Palpatine forced impregnated. Ooh, well, yeah, sure. Hot. And thus she's an offspring and fucking. But we're not going to get into that. Right. That mm-hmm. I have to watch hours of YouTube again. But, but anyway. all of them, you know, they were just kind of, you know, thrust into you know having being forced powerful and that great power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The highest metachlorian count. That- I don't have an issue with metachlorians. I don't. I don't have an issue with it. So I like the trying to explain what the force is, but it's it's always better to not always describe everything that's happening, especially for space wizards. Space wizards. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. I can. I yeah, yeah. but then, but then you get thousands of fans that don't get or that get super duper mad when you don't explain something to them like where it came from where that ability came from where that you know that backstory came from they're they're sitting there sometimes what the fans want they're sitting there trying to make sometimes what the fans want is not what they need (laughs) that's true sorry they're sitting there trying to make hundreds of videos trying to like piece together the puzzle of where shit came from but here's the thing that brings that brings more viewers to your content like to your movies to your comics to your tv series whatever so leave it be and let people wonder let them continuously watch it and make more money on yeah but i mean okay so my uh the mandalorian because man i really like that oh oh the mando that is a true That is a true Star Wars rebirth. That's the kind of stuff we need. 
let me ask you, did you guys know anything about Mandalorians beforehand? Creech, I'm sure you did. Yes, I did. I no, I had no well Tim, never, no. Nor have I watched this series. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I have I have homework to do. Yeah, yeah. Looks like we're gonna have another episode about the Mandalorian. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna put a pin in the Mando. Yeah, let's uh let's put a pin mark in the that quick. add that to my to my sticky note. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So my my favorite Star Wars film ever made is the hottest take probably that I've heard yet. Episode one. Now listen to Wander's response immediately after this. We thought Tyson had lost his freaking mind. I just had to cut in there real quick because Wandry's long pause killed me while I was editing. Please enjoy the rest of the show. Okay. I like it because of the character development between between Padme, between Anakin, and um, Obi-Wan, a little bit of Qui-Gon. I love Darth Maul. Like I, I love that movie. Do you wish that Everyone Darth Maul was Maul. more of a piece in uh, that movie than he was? Yes, I also wish that he was a piece in um, the last trilogy. Mm-hmm. Because he's still alive, right? Well, not necessarily, but he he was alive after Episode One. Yeah. He he he's been alive the whole time. Him and Obi Wan have been going back and forth mm-hmm. all through that. I mean, there were so many fights, and they could make they if they took the time, they could have a trilogy of Darth Maul. And my penis would be so fully erect the entire. I'm time. telling you, yeah. And um, I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get a lot of that with the Obi Wan thing coming out on Hulu. Do you think so? I think we will get we'll get a almost an entire season at least of him and Darth Maul going back and forth in the desert. I don't. You don't, really. Isn't that supposed to be Obi-Wan's backstory more or no? No, so this is Obi-Wan's time on Tatooine while watching over Luke. Oh, this is maybe while he's in will. exile. Yeah. I think there will be an entire season of Darth Maul and him playing cat and mouse hunting each other down. I like it. And it'll come to a point because there's there's the animated like Star Wars Rebels and they finished that story. And let me tell you, that is good. a beautiful ending. You've seen it, Tyson? Um, I haven't seen all of it. I've, I've seen most of it. I've watched all of Clone Wars and a good handful of Rebels. Oh, I haven't I don't gotten want- to the end, but I we- know what happens at the end. I've, I've seen the end, if that makes sense. We, we can't talk about it because y'all got to watch it. It, it gives me chills just thinking about how it ended because all the history they have and then how it just all comes to a head. Actually beautiful for a kid's show. Rebels could be argued that it's not necessarily a kid's show, though, because they kind of got more into the story and the, the in-depth goodness that we all know and love. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So. Clone Wars definitely a kid's show, though. Yeah. But even that had good stories in it. You had to drudge through it, mm-hmm. but it had good shit on there. I mean, I used to watch Star Wars movies on road trips. So, I mean, I've got so many memories tied to that and memories that go with road trips. Mm-hmm. Y'all got any good ones, Tim? Give us a road trip story, buddy. Oh, shoot. I didn't even realize. I thought I had my mic off this entire time. My bad. 
<laughs> um, oh shit. <laughs> uh, my favorite road trip story. Huh? I mean, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> for one, sorry, Zach just left and it scared me. Um, for one, I have to say, uh, probably my trip from Virginia back down here was probably one of my favorites. One of my buddies just kind of surprised me. So I was about to make the 16 hour drive, uh, from, from Virginia down to here by myself in like the day before or the day of, uh, one of my buddies kind of come in and he's like, Hey man, let me go with you. And so we had to repack my car to get him and his backpack in there. And so we just drove all the way through one night. Um, dude, it got down here with the New Orleans, spent the night over in New Orleans and just killed it. It was awesome. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that because I was like, Tim, have you left yet? You're like, no, I'm repacking the car. My buddy wants to come with you. Like, That's <laughs> fucking dope. Yeah. Like that makes a road trip so much better. Oh, whenever it did. You get somebody to go along with you, especially on short notice because they're like, oh, Fuck. yeah. Hell yeah. I love life. And that that makes life so much fun, more fun because then you don't know what the hell you're going to do, how you're going to get there, when you're going to stop, if you have to stay, what the hell y'all are going to do the whole time to keep each other entertained. Right. It was, it was awesome. I think yeah. I need a life coach to be more like that because my spontaneity is nah. Yeah, no, you could, I could tell you exactly what Tyson would be doing 15 years from now. If somebody were to ask me, what do you think your buddy's doing all the way over in Japan? I'd be like, he's probably fucking streaming right now or, or, uh, cooking spaghetti for his wife. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's the only <laughs> thing he does around here. And that'll, that'll never change. I'm looking right at you, Zach. So. Looking right into the depths of your but soul. Yeah. <laughs> so. But uh actually, you know what? Let's uh let's uh set the scene, if you will. Wandry decided to be kind enough to have me on his road trip all the way to Alaska. Exactly. And that to too, but is probably one of my favorites. Time off. Yeah. I had tried to get the leave, but they wouldn't approve. Yeah. Mm, them dirty, dirty dogs. So, uh, uh, I, I blame Laundry for leaving. I have your results to your poll question of the day. Um, oh, and it looks like uh, the the question reads: When was when on these long hauls do you uh, or what do you do first? Whatever it is, when on these long hauls, what do you do first? I'm retarded. Uh, hey, uh, stop for snacking, drink, <laughs> and snatch up the ox cord for music. Grab a blanket pillow. Do some drugs. Who would have done that? Uh, twist your buddy's arm, like you said. Surprisingly, there was a zero percentage of voting for zero percent of the votes went to twisting your buddies into Area Fifty One. Uh, so I'm kind of curious, how did that happen? Uh, well, I think we uh, people probably aren't interested, but I'm going to tell the story. I think we. <laughs> We should uh, take it from the top, though, you know, from the very beginning of the road trip all the way to the end. All right, Wander, go ahead. Cue that up. And uh, why were you going to Alaska? Well, I'm stationed here, obviously. So we. uh, No shit. You're kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You don't. You don't. Uh, I drove on out to Arizona to see my family. And then Creech ended up flying to Arizona to um, meet me here. And that's where we started our road trip. And our first night, uh, we stayed in Las Vegas, Nevada, because our good friend Owen 
whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, let's go. Let's let's go back to when I met your mom. Because oh, your mom. Oh, okay. sweetest lady in the world. Sweetest lady in the world. Yeah, but, we got to give homeboy blankets to <laughs> sleep on the air mattress with, and ever since creatures. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, Wandry." She's like, oh, bring your friend. It'll be a good time. And I get there and she's so sweet and so kind to me. And she's like, oh, and you'll be sleeping in here. And and uh, it's just the air mattress, no sheets, no blankets. I'm like, she really doesn't like me because it was always a running joke that I'm far too vulgar to be friends with Wandry. Wandry is very prim and proper. And, and I'm kind of a godless heathen, some would say. And um, so yeah, she was going to have me sleep on the floor in the uh, in the office. And um, swore up and down she hated me and Wandry, of course, being an asshole, calls me out on it. And uh, I have to explain to his mom why I think she hates me. And I actually have no grounds as to why she hates me. So I'm sitting here tripping over my words and <laughs> makes me look like an asshole. That's good. So I'm trying to speak. I'm trying to explain to this poor woman why she hates me in my eyes. And I have... No fucking grounds. And so she goes above and beyond at that point. And she's she's like, there's stuff downstairs. You can have whatever you want. Do what you please. Oh, my And God. I just lay in bed thinking, this. I've ruined this woman's day. Like <laughs> Now she really hates you. <laughs> yeah, right. She thinks, I think that she's a horrible person, which in turn, she hates me now. For mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, that was our night whenever we got to Arizona. And those. that's where I grew up. That's where I had... A lot of my stomping grounds whenever we moved to Arizona. So it was nice to be back in the state. I saw how everything changed and stuff like that. And Wandry took me to this fantastic taco joint. I don't know what it was called or where it was in Phoenix, Arizona, but Wandry, what was it? Because that shit, as the kids say, slaps. Uh, I think it was called Revis. And yeah, Revis. It's called what? Revis, R-I-V-A-S. Revis. And uh oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back there one of these days. Yeah, I mean there's Revis kinda has the same model as like a lot of um Mexican joints out there, Federico's, Filibertos, you know. They're they all kinda got different names, but they all kind of serve the same stuff and it's delicious. Anyway, gotcha. we moved our way on up to Las Vegas because Shout out Owen. He got us tickets to the Cirque du Soleil show out there or one of the Cirque du Soleil shows out there. And that was a good old time. That that was amazing. Yeah. So Wandry, Wandry was one of the art God loves you. I mean, gosh darn it. Sorry, Dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Owen was one of the guys I used to work with. Um, great kid. Um his his dad was actually one of the musical directors for Cirque du Soleil. And he does shows almost every week, I think Friday, Saturday or Thursday, Friday and Saturday. And not only is he one of the musical directors, but he gets into costume and he becomes part of the show as well. And if y'all have never seen a Cirque du Soleil show, that is mesmerizing. Like it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. It was so much fun. And the fact that his dad was kind enough to take us in, and get us tickets to something that would have cost us 75 to 120 bucks, depending on seating. It, it was a great hookup and I would absolutely go again. His dad is the sweetest man in the world. So uh, if I remember correctly, Owen was on our last episode to give everybody a little bit of, uh, um, 
reference there. Owen was on our last episode. He was. Uh, he hung out just after the show, but he wasn't. He wasn't in our our last episode at all. I'm telling you, we we recorded an episode with Owen. No, no. I'm not aware of this episode. Nope, you did not. There's no recording going on. You are. There was because we asked him for, for tips and pointers. Afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked to him about that. Oh my god. All right. So anyway, we're gonna cut. Here's here's a little snippet of our interview with Owen. Oh hot damn big floppy cock. And oh. uh, we also have a special guest with us today. Uh, we're joined by one of our good friends, Owen. Uh, we know him from the military. So, Owen, why don't you uh, introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, Hi. Start with your height, your weight, um, your hair color, your eye color. So I'm yeah. My name's my name's Owen. Uh, I'm a five foot nine. That's sixty nine inches. Don't uh, have to. <laughs> I'm severely underweight. I'm only about ninety pounds. What? Um, no, not really. <laughs> I'm two thirty. I'm like thirty pounds <laughs> over, man. I like that you believed me, but <laughs> go on. Uh, I think that's it. I don't know. Um, my eye color. I'm, I have green eyes. They're beautiful. I'm told. I've been told they're very enchanting. That's hot. Uh, Owen's thanks. got a girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I didn't know that this was going to be like a <clears throat> an expose on me. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it, this like entire for, podcast is going to be it's just solely grilling you. It's, All right, yeah, cool. It's like a front page expose in the newspaper about you. At least I'll have something. The Rolling to... Stones magazines. Here ye, here ye. Full body, right. fold out. I'll have something in to get to House magazine. If I'm if I'm you know getting back into the dating scene, they'll say, "Well, let me let me know something about you." And I'll just point them to this podcast. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> right they'll, they'll promptly leave. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Zach. Turns out you were right, and we did actually record with Owen. Sorry, I'm kind of an asshole. I forgot we just cut that out. Um, to get back on track. <laughs> we saw. <laughs> We saw the uh, Cirque du Soleil. We did our whole thing. I gambled a little bit, had some alcohol, had a pretty decent time. And then we... Did we stay in Vegas, Wander? We did. Yep. Where did we stay uh, at? Some random little motel one, I think, or La Quinta Inn. Or- oh, I remember because we went to that Cuban restaurant, and uh, that was the night Tyson was kind enough to pay for our Uber. Because for some reason our Uber accounts are tied oh, together. Yeah. Yep. You paid for a couple of mine as well, I believe. Yeah, it's kind of gone back and forth, you know. Because <laughs> we're good friends. Scratch not because we're whatnot. Technologically ignorant, but <laughs> not at all. But uh let me tell you, that was some damn good goat that they had at that cu- that that Cuban joint. I love goat. Oh, dude, it was so good. It just popped. And then they had like this. Almost like a swamp thing from Papados, but uh, didn't we have hell with Bear anyway? Didn't we have to sneak him into the hotel? Uh, no, I think that hotel legit let him in. It just wasn't the nicest place. <laughs> so, you know, it it was it was Vegas. Game. It was. I mean, it got the job done. You know, we're, there were beds for us to sleep on. And it was okay, and you know, we just went about our days. Anyway, so the next morning we. 
we hit the road, man. We're on the old dusty trail, you know. Happy trails. Anyway, um, <laughs> and of course we're driving through, you know, Nevada, and everyone knows that Area 51 is somewhere out there in the Gobi Desert. Um, it's not the Gobi Desert. I'm just, you know, throwing a desert name out there. And <laughs> and uh, Creech just really wants to get as close as we can to Area 51. And I, I'm just vehemently against it. Like, to the point, I'm just like, no, we're not fucking doing this. This is ridiculous. We're not doing this. Creech over in my... This is something... This is... Uh, um, Sorry, Wandry. This is something I've been pushing months in advance before this road trip even started. Like, as soon as I found out that we were going to tag Las Vegas, I immediately, I was like, Wandry, we got to go to Area 51. This might be my only chance to ever go. And Wandry the whole time, just like he said, vehemently, he was like, no, we are not going to do it. Blah, blah, blah. What if such and such happens? What if I blow a tire? What if, what if the car breaks down? What if, like, we can't get there? And so anyway, <laughs> in real life foreshadowing. Yeah, no shit. So anyway, we were, we were pulling up and given Wandry ration of shit. There's white vans driving up and down the highway. And I'm like, Oh fuck Wandry. They know we're coming. They've been, <laughs> they've been hacking my phone. They, they know we're going to try to run the gate. And, uh, I got, <laughs> I think I convinced Wandry to pull over at one point because the vans were following us. Right. I don't, I don't remember the details. <laughs> no, you don't remember me giving you a ration of shit. I was like, dude, that van just doubled back. It came back this way. It, like, maybe we should It really go down did it. double back though. So, like it wasn't a lot. Yeah. Like <laughs> this white van had followed us and followed us. So we turned down Grom Lake road and we're at the very entrance. It's still the dirt. We just got off the paved road onto the dirt road and Wandry and I are in a screaming match back and forth. Like I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat, like, Wandry, why can't we go? Please, please. And he still being the responsible adult, trying his best to argue with us. And um, and uh, I finally beg and plead with him enough. I was like, we're going to do it. It'll be fine. Stop worrying. So Wandry starts the car and he heads down the road. And... Uh, we go about how far did we, we got go? A good bit down that dirt road. I think we got you know a good two or three miles at least down the dirt road. At least we were we were going pretty slow though. Yeah, we were taking it slow. So Wandry said he was worried about his tire at the time, and this man had just spent buku bucks on Goodyear tires, right? Like high end Kevlar wrapped, all kinds of stuff, and that's why he was worried about his tires. Well, my argument was, Wandry, these tires are wrapped in Kevlar. If a rock blows these sons of bitches, then you need to get your money back. Don't ever buy Goodyear Kevlar. And so we're going down the road. <laughs> yeah, we don't ever want to be sponsored by Goodyear because they make shit. Anyway, we're driving down the road and I'm, and uh, we're driving down the road and I'm happy as shit and we got music playing and I'm telling Wandry like this is going to be so exciting. And then we hear, dung, dung, and Wandry's face just turns white. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, the, it was uh, my tire pressure like sensor on the on my little dash saying <laughs> pressure low on my tire, and I was like motherfucker. <laughs> and so 
we both get out the car. I fucking slam my car door shut or my truck door shut and go around and sure as shit, my back passenger uh, tire is just flat as all can be. And <laughs> I was I was mad in hell at that point. So we whip out the fucking. I thought I. <laughs> we whip out the fucking uh, jack and you know get it under there, and we're not on a level surface whatsoever. So it's just a hell of a time trying to get this tire off and get the spare on. And it's raining at the same time. Once that tire. Oh yeah, of course, raining in the middle of the desert. The one time we're out there stranded, and let me tell you, my heart. Once Wandry said, "Gosh, dang it," and he said the tire just blew, my heart went through my throat. I'm pretty sure it fell out of my mouth, and then sucked back into my body, and then hit my bottom sphincter. And and I, he got out of the car, slammed the door, and I'm just I'm frozen in fucking fear. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go look at the car. I don't want to go look at the tire. I'm fucking Wander's going to kill me in the desert and fucking bury me here. Terrified because Wander's not one to slam the door. So anyway, I open up the door, get out there and Wander hat across the, the tailgate hands in the air, walking away from me. And I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to walk the rest of the way to Alaska. He's, he's going to fucking leave me here. He's going to kill. He, there are rocks everywhere. He could easily fucking um, murder me, murder you. Oh Jesus! What's the Bible story? Yeah, cane your ass. Abel and Cain me. Yeah, <laughs> and drive away and never be seen again. So I'm like, I should I console him? Should I sit here and apologize? All these things are going through my head, and I'm like, we've got to get out of here. Like he's got places to be. So like he said, we're on the uneven surface. It's a downhill slope, and I'm I'm taking like big ass boulders and hucking them across the thing, getting it underneath his body, the body of his uh, truck. And jack it up, doesn't work, doesn't work. Well, I get a big boulder, a couple towels, and try to get it as level as possible, and then put the jack up on the rock. Not the smartest move yeah, I've ever done. Jesus Christ. Because once we took that tire off, you could see the body of the truck swaying back and forth. <laughs> and that's, I'm trying my best to fix things. Like, I've already ruined his day. He's pissed. And I'm just, I'm trying to get this tire on as fast as possible. And... If we if it if if it would have taken us any longer, that that rock would have given and destroyed his frame and his panels, and I probably would have just caned myself. I would have beat myself to death with a rock because I deserved it at that point. So we get back on this spare tire. Not a fucking word is said. Going five miles an hour down Grom Road. What should have taken us 15 minutes to get down had to have been, what, 45, 50 minutes, Wandry? At least, yeah. And he doesn't say, I can't even hear him breathing on this road trip home. Yeah, so we um, we got down. And so, yeah, go ahead. We got down the road and, um, you know, we're trying to, I'm trying not to go fast on my spare because you're not, you're not supposed to, at least from what I heard, you know, go fast on your spares. And, um, we try to get to this one shop down the road and they're like, Oh, we can go ahead and patch it up, but it's not going to be the greatest. And, you know, I, I don't even think they were able to patch it up for us. I think they just gave us a different tire. No, they weren't. And uh, yeah, I gave you a spare because the, the band on the tire. It's uh, so even if they could get something back in there, the tire wasn't structurally yep. sound. And so 
And then, of course, the next good year wasn't until fucking Seattle, Washington, and we're in Las Vegas, bumfuck Nevada, or past Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, let's see. Let's do Las Vegas to Seattle. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We had to have gone through three or four different tire shops trying to find these tires. Shit. I mean, because we stopped in every major city. I was calling ahead. That was the only thing I would make noise for was calling somebody to replace the tire because <laughs> Wander just bought these tires. I felt so bad. It's six hours to Seattle. So I would say for about four and a half of that, not a word was said. I didn't want to talk to Wandry. I'm sure Wandry didn't want to hear my fucking voice. If we had room in the bed of the truck, I would have rode in the bed of the truck all the way to Seattle. <laughs> so, yeah. But so it ended up being all right. You know, we, we made our way to another tire shop, which then gave us a different tire because the tire we were riding on probably wasn't the greatest. We got a different tire. And then we finally made it to Seattle and got a brand new stinking tire on it to match the other four tire or three tires. And we were on our way. And that was, that was the American leg of the trip. <laughs> and then, uh, just a small quarter portion of what we got through. <laughs> One quarter portion. And then, uh, we finally got on the road on the way into Canada and went through this uh, little out of the way border crossing. Um, it wasn't the border crossing that we were trying or we had originally aimed for, but it's all right. We got there and then they started reading me the riot act about, you know, my firearms that I owe or owned. And they're like, where did you leave your firearms? Where, <laughs> where are they at right now? And I said, they're in Arizona. Oh, we're going to have to call your dad and make sure that he has them and everything. Like just search the damn truck. Like don't you don't need to call my dad. Yeah, Canadians <laughs> call my dad. <laughs> Canadians do not fuck around with their border patrol because we pulled through and something was said about a gun magazine or something like that. So they basically stopped everything we were doing. They pulled us in. They swabbed my hands for gunpowder residue, asked me the last time I went shooting. I'm pretty sure if I'd answered any of the questions wrong, they were going to cavity search me for 22 bullets in my mm -hmm. butthole. I mean, that sounds like a good time to me. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, my God. You know, it would have been a good time, but I'm... This portion has been redacted for unspecified reasons. Maybe we'll have to bleep that out, but... <laughs> um... <laughs> Anyway, I'm thinking, fuck, I'm the one that's going to fuck this up. I'm going to be detained by Canada because I went shooting like two weeks right before Wander and I went on the drug <laughs> trip. So I'm like, God damn it. If I get if I get flagged, hopefully they'll just let Wander go through because I will sit in a Canadian jail cell <laughs> and have somebody come pick my ass up. So we finally get through and then the Canadian portion starts. That was a lot of fun. Um, besides Canada being on fire, yeah, all, it was all the British Columbia was on fire. And so of course, like the first night we pull through and, you know, we get to our next, uh, town that we're trying to, you know, make bed fall and, and, you know, get a, get a room to sleep in. All the rooms are booked up because all of the people have been displaced from their homes and are 
now staying in hotel rooms north of where they actually lived. And so Preach and I, on the first night of Canada, there's three nights of Canada. <laughs> uh, on the first night of Canada, I ended up sleeping in the truck in a Walmart parking lot in the middle of bumfuck Canada. <laughs> and that was rough. With woke up. Yes, with a dog, mind you. We have a dog with us. So we're trying to survive in a fully loaded down truck. Three quarters of the back seat is ate up. We've got Bear in the back seat in one seat, me in the passenger seat, and Wander driving. And let me tell you, sleeping in a car that is packed is hard. And then with a dog as well who gets anxiety and gets worked up, we had to stop a few times to get him to chill out, which, of course, we had to. Um, otherwise, it was going to be a rough trip for him, and he's going to be scarred for life. Um, after waking up, sleeping in the hellfire of Canada, we wake up, sore throat, shit all in our mouths, and we probably got a little bit of lung cancer, but no breakfast place is open. So I have ketchup chips for breakfast, a Dr. Pepper, and a really shitty monster, and we hit the road again. One thing of note for, for like the first leg of the Canada trip is... Driving through Canada in the dead of night, like the dead of night, where it's like pitch black and all you see around you are trees, is scary as fuck. Like that is, <laughs> I, I was like about to shit my pants on several occasions because when you only have your headlights and trees and nothing else around, it's scary. It is terrifying. Big cliffs that are not well lit. We weren't even on the cliffs yet. We were just oh. in the, you know, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> oh, we hadn't hit nope. the cliffs yet? Oh, okay. Well, you know, I might have been a little distracted from the terrifying trip because I actually decided to pay for Tinder Premium so I can cast ahead to locations that we we're going to pull into. Oh, so I spent a lot of time trying to find my Canadian princess. Um, that was a lot of fun. Met some interesting women that I would probably never like to be in contact with again. <laughs> On the second leg of the so. trip, we um, we made our way through, and you know, I think we finally got out of the area where most of the smoke was, and Canada was starting to look real good. But as you get further north in Canada, there's no side rails on the roads, so if you go off the edge of the road, that's it. You know, sorry, goodbye to you. Nobody walks under. There's ass. no, there's no respawn. You don't. You don't respawn back at the nearest Tim Horton or anything. Like, it's just game, set, match. There's no gulag, you know. You don't get to fight your way out. That's it, you know. <laughs> and so, just done so. the second night, uh, we, we get to a place where there's a hotel room. And we're like, yes, there's, there's finally a hotel room. And we ask them, hey, do you allow dogs? No, we don't allow dogs. Well, shit, I'm not going to leave my dog in my fucking truck all night, you know, just by himself. So they're like, oh, but, you know, we know this lovely old couple down the road that will let you stay in their camper tonight. Okay. I don't even remember their name. Do you remember their name? <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> I want to say it was Dean and Sally were the ones kind enough to take us into their rink-a-dink trailer. I'm pretty sure it was a hunting trailer at one point. So they give us the name and everything and they call wonderful Dean and Sally up and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we've got no problem putting them up in the trailer house. And <laughs> so we're driving down this road and you see bear shit on the side of the road and you see like shit torn up probably from a bear. 
<laughs> and so we pull up and they're they're in there, they're setting everything up and and we go in and we thank them so much for taking care of us and this, that, and the third. And go into the bedroom to get ready for bed. There's a fucking dog turd. <laughs> There's a dog turd that's been there God knows when. <laughs> so anyway, we finally get shacked up. Was there heat or was there no heat? I can't remember. It was pretty warm in there. All right. Well, you know, it's probably because me and Bear were kissing. But um, <laughs> anyway, we sleep. It was a pretty good night. And um, I heard some weird noises through the night. Had a hard time sleeping. And uh, wake up the next morning fucking feeling like 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound sack. But uh, we load up and Bondry was kind enough to leave. What would you leave? Like 50 yen or whatever their dollar is? Yen? <laughs> yeah, I, I gave them about 50, 60 bucks for their trouble. About 50, 60 bucks for our stay. Yeah, so that was actually really nice of them. So, Dean and Sally, if you ever by chance happen to listen to this, we love you. And we would love to kick, cook you some uh, rice with gravy, whatever the fuck y'all call that shit. Poontang? Yeah, poontang. <laughs> that poontang, it tastes like dog food. I'm not a big fan of it. And then... Uh, hey, What's up? What's up, Tim? I said dog food ain't too bad. Yeah, you know, if you get the gourmet shit. Fancy <laughs> feast? Or is that for... I mean, shit. I mean, you know, the sad thing is, is if you buy the, the gourmet dog food shit, it, it costs more than like a McDonald's meal. That's what pisses me off. Because I always thought, if I'm ever having a hard time in life, maybe I could just eat some dog food. You know, gourmet shit that not going to give me cancer. But... Fuck, I can't even afford that if I ever go broke. <laughs> Be better off with freaking pig assholes like eating those I'm tell- I'll go, shitty little I guess I'll have to go get some fucking pig hooves or something. Or go back to the classic hot dogs. <laughs> but anyway, we hit that next leg and we drive for... Fuck, how far did we drive on that one, Wandry? Another 10 hours Ooh, at, to make it to the Alaska at least, border? At least, yeah, man. We, we, at at yeah. minimum. So we get to this... This hotel, it's the last one right before, like you could throw a rock and hit Alaska at this point, but we're fucking so dog tired. And we pull up to this hotel, looks like it's been ran through and, and it, it shouldn't work anymore. So we're trying to knock on this door and nobody's answering. It looks like something out of a murder movie. So like we can't find where this dude's at. And I go over to the room closest because sometimes the people who work there sleep in the first bedroom. So I knock on the window. And I could have swore I woke up Dracula. The way this man fucking set up in his bed. Like he's laying flat, hands across his chest, interlocked. And I knock. And all you see is a silhouette with a beanie on his head. Set straight up. Like no like leaning over to like lift himself up. All core. Just straight up. And then slowly turns to me. (laughs) And does some kind of hand signal. So I go back to the truck. I'm like wandering fucking. I like we might die here tonight. (laughs) So we finally get him. He's a really nice, I don't know what ethnicity he was, but um, we get the thing and we're like, do you allow dogs? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So he takes us outside away from the hotel to a little like shack is the best way I can Mm -hmm. explain it. And once again, there's a fucking dog turd right in the middle of the hotel floor. (laughs) Like, I don't don't know what the theme is here. It just, it, it's complimentary with dog friendly rooms, okay? Just on the house? Yeah. Gotcha. 
Gotcha, gotcha. So anyway, we get there and I'm fucking disgusting. Wander's disgusting. Bear's cute as shit. I mean, it's bear. It's bear. <laughs> so anyway, we take a shower and this shower it it feels like a horse is pissing on you while you're trying to take a cold shower. <laughs> so I'm trying to like wash my armpits and everything. And this place is so disgusting that I had to check it for bed bugs. So I'm pulling all the sheets off and checking them around all the area. And I found bed bugs. I did. So I went back out to the truck and got a sleeping bag. And I slept in a sleeping bag on top of the blankets <laughs> in this hotel room. Oh, my God. At the opposite end to stay away from the bed bugs. Wandry, how was your experience? Oh, there were hella bugs in my bed, too. I, I don't think there were any bed bugs, but I had spiders <laughs> and beetles and all kinds of curly, <laughs> creepy crawlies. <laughs> And I, I think I was just so tired. I, it I was, didn't give a shit. Uh, I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna sleep through all of this, and it's gonna be okay, and I'll be okay. And Wandry <laughs> uh, has an earwig that is still growing in his ear to this day. <laughs> I, you know, okay, I'll just let it. No, go ahead, go ahead, Tyson. No, 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 go ahead, continue. Yeah, no, y'all gotta. I mean, our story's just about wrapped up. Go ahead. I don't Not think that's how it works. <laughs> what do you mean? That's not how it works. It, the earwig and the ear thing. I mean, why else do they call it an earwig? I don't. It like burrows into your brain and gives you like gonococcus or whatever. Put holes in your brain. It eats your brain cancer away. Oh, okay. Uh, is that what it is? Gotcha. Okay. Cool. 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 Well, my statement's redacted. Then <laughs> we got the fucking insectologist here. Man, I don't know shit about bugs. <laughs> Shit. And then the so, day, but we finally pulled through Alaska. Yep. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. And then we pulled through Alaska and we, we stopped at this one place to eat breakfast at a, a buffet in a town called Toke. T O K. And we're just getting all kinds of stares every direction from the local population. <laughs> well, I mean, we're looking pretty ragged. We've been through an entire fire through the Yukon, yeah. slept in a trailer. Almost was homeless at one point. Mm -hmm. Almost ran out of gas multiple times. We had quite the trip. So I guarantee I I was I was on the verge of death. Mm -hmm. <laughs> A sniper had so, shot out your tire at Area 51. I, that's what I tried to tell Wandry. <laughs> there was a guy up. Like I was there. like, dude, you see that truck? You see that truck up on that rig? Hey, 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 it's Creech. Um, unfortunately, the last five or ten minutes of the podcast got um, corrupted. Everything got crisscrossed. Things failed out. I have tried my best to repair and resolve the problem. And unfortunately, our new recording program has failed us. Be sure to check out next week's episode whenever we wrap up the story and possibly talk about The Mandalorian. I hope y'all have a good evening and come on back. We'd love to have you.